0: Welcome to the Stickers on the Mic podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com, where we talk with our customers about how they started their business, how they're marketing their brand, and how they're growing their company. Without further ado, it's time for the Stickers on the Mic podcast from StickerGiant. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Stickers on the Mic. Andrew with you here once again. Today, we're very fortunate to be dialing in Rashida McCallum from Black Chef Movement all the way out in Westchester, New York, New York City. Um today. So that's a a wonderful geography to cover. And Rashida, thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So Black Chef Movement has been on my radar for a while. I've been watching, you know, this, this project evolve over time. Um, and I've, I've been, you know, excited to, to have time with you today. Um, what brought you to, you know, Black Chef Movement?
1: Well, I'm actually the founder and executive director of the Black Chef Movement. We started in 2020 during the height of just a lot of civil unrest. And we actually started off just uh, trying to prolong as many actions as possible through food. Mm -hmm. So we figured if we help to fuel the movement, you know, maybe this is something that can last longer than just a moment. And after a lot of uh, the actions died down, at that point, we were a community name. People knew us, and they were depending on us to help nourish them. So we decided to stay in their community, really get to know what people need in regards to nutrition and food. And since then, we've been doing the work since 2020.
0: That's amazing. Um, so, yeah, wow, that means you're starting. So you're starting your fourth year, basically. Then. Yes, like. yes, yeah. So... Over the years then, I mean, as this project has grown and you've figured out more about how you wanted to run your business and put your vision into the world, um, when you say, like, the actions, there's still actions as of yesterday and today. Literally. It's so
1: crazy. It's crazy.
0: I don't... we could spend a whole hour talking about that, but like that just shows you that when you say the actions, the actions are still going and the work is going, right? So as you've had to create new um, awareness and 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 I don't know how to ask this question, but like you know, how are you continuing to put your brand out there so people know that you can help? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Um, well, back in 2020, we've had community members come to us and say, you know what? You all have a large following. A lot of the youth look up to what you're doing. So you do have a responsibility to use your platform to talk about what's going on. Yeah. So, Even though we really are food centered, we still like to talk a lot about social justice. Mm-hmm. And even now, presently, we are bringing together a street team. So we just want folks who are available because now things have changed. It's not 2020 when everyone is at home. Everyone's back at work. But we're looking for volunteers if you're interested, if you're in the New York City metro area and coming out when there is an action, whether it's a rally, whether it's a community event to help serve and to help really fuel the fight for social justice, definitely join our street team.
0: Right. That's amazing. And that's on blackchefmovement.org. Um, that's, there's a tab for street team. If you want to check that out, friends, um, you have another initiative, the fill the fridges initiative. Uh, and this seems really important. Cause I mean, even for us, like I have kids in school, they, they got free lunch last year, you know what I mean? And now there's no free lunch, so to speak, uh, you know, and, and that just changes the nature of, of just feeding a family post COVID, like you said, and, and, and talk about developing this new project.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad you started off with that point because a lot of children in New York City, specifically, and really all over the country, they de- they really depend on school lunch to help fuel them and really to help nourish them. And so, what happens before school? What happens after school? And what so happens in,
0: we, <laughs> what
1: happens in the summer. Happens in the summer. Some areas in New York City they do have like a summer lunch program, but if you're a certain age, you can't go get free lunch. You know, uh, but with the Fill the Fridges initiative, what I love about it is that it's essentially a food pantry that's open Mm 24-7. And what I love about it is that there's a sense of discretion. Mm -hmm. So if you are someone who's prideful and you don't want people to know that you are in need, you can go to these friendly fridges, which is literally real refrigerators on the corners that are ran by the community and you can go in and get Whole meals. Which us at the Black Chef Movement, we cook meals. Right. Uh, you can get produce, you can get eggs, you can get milk, you can get it all at these free fridges, and it's 100 percent free.
0: Yeah, it's like the little free library, but for food, right? Exactly. Um, you, you said something really interesting about the people that's prideful, so to speak, and and that seems like perhaps a barrier for people wanting to ask for help. It doesn't matter what community, you know, where you come from, you know, whatever walk of life. Um, but if you're in trouble sometimes people don't ask for help so how do you you know advocate in that way through your group to to get people help even if they want it but they don't want to say they need it you know what i mean
1: yeah we definitely just try to relate to them Uh, when people come like if we're there in person and we're having a community give back which is something we do often as well we're encouraging like hey how many folks do you have at home some people, they need five meals because there's five people at home. And for me growing up, you know, I was from the Bronx, New York. Um, I grew up on food stamps. I would be nervous with going to the corner store with my food stamp card because I didn't want to bump into my friend. And so the part about pride and I didn't want my friends know I was on food stamp, obviously. But, you know, the part the part about pride, I feel like with these friendly fridges, people can still keep that. It's no one's business where you are financially we all fall on hard times and with these friendly fridges people are stable to keep their pride they're stable to feed their families and for me that's all that matters
0: nice um so in the last three years i mean you've kind of made some some splash you know you've had some good media which helps on the marketing side for for what y'all are doing um and i was you know when i went on your personal instagram i was kind of cool to see that you're you know new york times cooking because like i use that app and i read like that's just beautiful food stories talk a little bit about these features and how they developed um and, and and what that experience was like
1: it was a great experience it was it was crazy i like when you say new york times cooking specifically it's funny that you actually mentioned that um because that was our first like really big oh wow (laughs) it's <laughs> a
0: really great place to start I suppose
1: <laughs> yeah I don't know if I mean, you have
0: from New York too it's like I don't, local
1: right. I don't know if you did your research but yeah that was really literally the first one and I remember the day that we went out and um, we just someone just walked up his hand hey, from New York Times and we were just like okay for us it was never a big deal to go out and to fuel the movement yeah. We started with just funds from our pocket. Yeah. We are just like, hey, we're going to buy food. This is what we're going to do. We have to do something mm. that makes sense for us as chefs because we cook. So let's just stay out our lane, but let's help fuel the movement at the same time. And that's how it happened with New York Times Cooking. They loved our story. Yeah. They put us on their platform, on their page and on their Insta story. And from there, you know, it really just took off and people mm. just kept reaching out to us.
0: Nice. That's huge. So that's a nice start. And then, you know, media does media. People find you and they, they talk about you. But I, so you've got this, you know, cause so to speak, Black Chef Movement. Then mm-hmm. you get the food, and you said you're a chef. So like, talk a little bit about your own food journey and and how you've brought that to Black Chef Je- Black Chef Movement. Obviously, is like the output, but like yeah. obviously a lot of work and a lot of thought and intention has gone into developing your skills and what you what you think you're good at. You know what I mean?
1: Yes, yes, yes. So I started off cooking at home with my family. I am Caribbean American. My parents are Jamaican. So we always cook. Like a lot of families, a lot of your uh, events are centered around food. And then I decided to really hone in on my skills. I graduated from Johnson & University with a degree in culinary nutrition. And through Johnson & I was able to actually study abroad in Singapore and Thailand for some time. And I really... Learn a lot about Asian cuisine,
0: yeah. and I graduated from a program over there as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I. T- I mean, I've been to Thailand. I take a Thai cooking class, and you know, it's so good, it's isn't it? It's amazing. And it's just amazing how different cultures use similar spices and curries. You mentioned Jamaican, then you got you know Thai curries. It's like curry is this. It's a, just a spice, but it it's so much that the culture and like the nostalgia, and it just you know you smell it, and you're like, okay, you know, yeah, and yeah, it, and you can tell where it's coming from just by, if you, if you have a nose for it, you know, and that's,
1: yes, yes, yes. And while we're speaking of curries, Free pro tip, try mixing your curries next Ooh, time.
0: You're
1: there you go. <laughs> you know, try your curries. But um yeah, so from there, I came back from to New York City. I started working for Chef Barimoto and some restaurants, really getting some on the ground skills. Oh, wow. And I really wanted to use more of my nutrition side of my degree. So I actually started working for New York Presbyterian as a manager running the nutrition sector of their hospital and then I you know study, you know what, I really wanna remove myself from healthcare so then I opened up my own meal prep business. I did that for a few years. And then the pandemic happened. So during the pandemic, I was blessed enough to be at home. A lot of my friends and old co-workers still work in healthcare, So I did actually start feeding them for free. I started just sending meals to the entire units because of everything that they were going through. And I knew a lot of people. And then after that, I got into Black Chef Movement.
0: And now Black Chef Movement is everything. And
1: now Black Chef Movement is my baby.
0: (laughs) One of my babies. (laughs) Yeah, one of them. Uh, Yeah, sure. Um, So you know, what does it look like for Black Chef Movement to keep the movement growing and 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 you know, people knowing about it too? You know.
1: Yeah, I would say one of our biggest goals right now that we've had since the beginning is really to get a location. We need a brick and mortar, just because we do a lot of cooking, and um, you know how it is in New York City. You have to rent kitchen spaces and the transport food. I think mm-hmm. once we have our own space, everything will come together and we will continue to grow as an organization because we have gotten a lot done in the short time that we've been a, a nonprofit. So, right. you know, that's one of our goals and hopefully we can obtain that soon. So we do some fundraising. You can find out more about that on our website.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And anyone who wants to donate or is interested in this cause, and, you know, we've sponsored y'all and I appreciate y'all putting, you know, putting us up on your website. Um, I always,
1: I always talk about you guys. (laughs) No, 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 we have to take a second to talk about the labels. Like, I love those labels. Quality, amazing.
0: Nice. Well, speaking of labels, um, you know, when you are trying to figure out the brand and what you're doing to like, you know, you got the shirt on, right. You know, like when you, you're the person who is building this brand and this, this idea, um, how are you trying to get that kind of artwork and, and do all that work to, cause you, it's not just labels. I mean, it goes obviously on your packaging, I suppose. Right. But
1: mm-hmm. then there's
0: other ways that you're trying to develop your brand, you know?
1: Yeah. I think honestly, we are still in a development phase, you know, a lot of the f- things that we have, if I'm being honest, is just by happen chance. Yeah. But you know, when we were organizing, I guess you can say we went to a t-shirt place <laughs> to get t-shirts. The person just gave us this font, and we were just like, oh, okay.
0: "Okay, sure, it looks good, <laughs> looks good
1: to me. Do you like it? Do you like it? Yeah." And so you know, honestly, and those I'm, are the you know, easy
0: decisions when they're made for right? you.
1: People love the shirts, so yeah. you know, hopefully, we can figure out merch. One day, but people people love the shirts. They will, people ask for the shirts all the time. Honestly, um, so that's one thing. And then in regards to the logo, I had like a family member make the logo. Nice. Um, and in the future, we may have to develop on it just because simpler logos do do better. And if we have to expand it up like on a billboard, yeah. Yeah. you know, we, so that's something for us to think about. But. For now, we love our logo, we love our T-shirts yeah. with a little engine that could, but I definitely can see us developing on, you know, the brand in the future.
0: And, you know, like I, we sort of started with how, you know, the news never stops, so to speak, but like you're trying to also get away from responding all the time too you know what I mean to when events and protests and things are happening but they're never gonna stop right like in just people are always gonna want change so how can you both support that and like be there but also lead from the front so to speak too where it's like you know come mm-hmm. here as opposed to all of us having to constantly respond to things you, you know what I mean for your community specifically
1: yeah are you talking about like in regards to like the protests
0: yeah sure yeah, to
1: make sure. yeah. so And and that specifically, especially what just happened um, recently with the killing of Tyree Nichols, we've really felt like, wow, we need to do something. Yeah. So for us, we still feel that responsibility because that's how people got to know the Black Chef Movement. And, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, we want you to know that we're still involved. We're organizing. And that's why I said, you know what, we're going to have to start a street team because yes, now that we're a nonprofit and we're doing these events for the community, that's important, but also showing up for black and brown people. That's still one of our number one priorities. So yeah. we're still there. We're still going to be at actions. We're still going to be at rallies. We're still going to be at protests yeah. and we're still going to be fueling the, the movement. Cause that's how we got started. So we're not going to turn our backs on that ever.
0: Nice. Yeah. Feeding the movement, feeling the movement. Um, and you can do that all around the country.
1: You know, that was <laughs> if you listen to one of the first podcasts we were ever on, that was always our plan. And back in 2020, when we were literally at protests at almost every day, people were like, Hey, we need something like this in this state, we need yeah. something like that in Chicago, that place.
0: Memphis. Yeah, we need something
1: like this in this country? People were yeah. saying other countries there needs yeah. to be a black stuff movement everywhere. Yeah. And we're aware of this. Um, to be honest with you, it's hard to kind of monopolize, I guess you can say, or have more than one location because yeah. we really need dependable people who truly care about the work. Yeah. And um, sometimes, you know, when it's the chef life, you know, you just have to go to work, you have to do. So we're really yeah. looking for people who we could really depend on, who really care about this work and know that they're in it for the long haul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly
0: right. Um, well, it has been enjoyable to watch your journey grow and your enthusiasm and passion for it there you know it's it's hard when the circumstances sort of create these things well like you said you know you it became everything when it started right right away obviously and it it hasn't stopped your year four which is pretty impressive um how many like meals have, have you served over all these years? Do you, do you
1: uh, so we, we actually track by pounds because a in pounds. addition to cooking yeah. meals, we do give away like food. Sure. So right now we're at almost a $200,000, 200,000 pound more So yes, a food.
0: Uh, for overtime ever.
1: Over time, over time. So like
0: 50,000 pounds of food a year, basically, or whatever, three years.
1: Yeah, and we're a small organization. We're grassroots. So we're literally, um, if you're seeing our last posts on Instagram... We're doing all of the legwork. We are going around. We're collecting the food. We're cooking the meals. We're cleaning these fridges on the street. Some of them are gross. I'm not going to lie. Oh,
0: but,
1: you know, gosh, we- I didn't
0: even think about that. You're maintaining the fridges, too? That's like work work.
1: You no, know, the thing is, we're not maintaining the food. Oh,
0: I'm because- sorry, you cleaned it, though. Like, someone's but, cleaning. Yeah,
1: like I mentioned, like, one of my executive directors, she's a chef. She went to Johnson Rose as well. And she's like, I can't put this food in this dirty fridge. It's dirty yeah. so, so a lot of times if it's dirty we just clean it before we of cook course
0: it. and that like is part of the the service too and the community yes, work yes, and then like yes. that's like especially folks if you listen in new york city area like you don't know how to help you can help clean fridges or make sure they're clean like that seems like there's like so that, many opportunities so many opportunities within it too you right. know so
1: yes,
0: yes. um I would well, love good luck this year and and you know for many years hopefully and thank you uh for taking your time rashida and um folks out there again blackchefmovement.com they're on Instagram at blackchefmovement as well you can throw your time you can throw your energy some money into the cause here for them and these are the kind of Things we love supporting here at Sticker Giants. So thank you very much for um, being a part of our story too, Rashida. Yes,
1: absolutely. Thank you for having me
0: again. All right, everybody, take care of yourself. uh, And we will see you next time. We say on the show, always every sticker has a story. And today's story, of course, is Rashida McCallum and Black Chef Movement out of New York. And uh, thank you for doing all you do for your community, Rashida. Thank you. Of course. That wraps up this episode of Stickers on the Mic, brought to you by StickerGiant.com. You can download us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcatcher. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please leave us a review. It helps us reach new listeners and share our customers' sticker stories. And if you're inspired to create your own stickers or labels, head over to StickerGiant.com to check out our options and use the coupon PODCAST to take 20% off your first item. Thanks again for listening to Stickers on the Mic.